Welcome to our 12th episode of NYT Antics. This is a very exciting episode because this marks our shift to the CGM Network Radio. Everybody... Woo! COVID shift. It has nothing to do with COVID. Um, this is... we are Our uh, podcast is, take, is taking a little bit of a trip to a new place. <laughs> you've been, you've been purchased by a you've been purchased by a big company. Have I been purchased yeah. by a big company? Yeah, someone bought into your company. Yay! And now we're going to be talking about so the content that we're producing is going to become a little differently. Is going to become a little different. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what to expect. Um, the number one thing that's changing is that we are going to take a more generalized approach to the content that is produced. We still are going to have people from NYT on the podcast, and we are going to. Um, use the shows as like bouncing off points of what to talk about but we're also going to talk about more generalized things doing interviews about characters and what it's like to be in youth theater in general rather than just talking about the experiences um, at NYT so that's pretty exciting we'll still talk about um, updates and the news that you need if you are an NYT or listening to this podcast um, but that will come at the end and then you're going to get other information as well which is really exciting what do you want to say about yeah that? Well, we're also going to be launching some exciting um New ideas Yay. and initiatives, like a uh, pretty big, pretty big announcement is that um, our company Theater by Design has acquired a brand new musical. So we might oh, be previewing yes. some new songs from that show. So keep your ears open for that. Are we gonna tell them what show it is? It's called Grim Fairy Tales. Grim Fairy Tales. So we cannot wait to release some of the new songs that mm -hmm. are from that show. And talk about um, talk about that. It's coming up. I did the show when I was younger. Um, I was like nine, and I played a dwarf. And I remember, and I'm 17 now, and I still remember that show being one of the most fun shows I've ever been in because it was just there were so many. It was a collection of different fairy tales basically put together. People don't know how many um, stories the Grimm brothers created. It's so many. It's it's like name a fairy tale. It's yeah, pretty much almost all undoubtedly in there canon oh, it's like into the woods except Six it's like years, a little bit more later. kid friendly a family friendly like the the plot's a little uh, less dark and yeah. less adult it's more straightforward it's not dark like the grim fairy tales were at all so that's happening so that's a cool and thing. we're uh, we're kind of i'm kind of excited because the the world of theater is up in the air right now mm -hmm. because of the shutdown people are having to re think all of the ways they do live theater, yep. the way they provide training to students, um, even the way that performances are presented, I think we're going to see whole new avenues for streaming and for yeah. other ways of delivering entertainment. And I think for now, what has mainly happened is shows have just been, like at least um, community theaters and youth theaters, shows have just been canceled indefinitely. But I think that um, the longer that this quarantine goes on, the more likely we're, we're going to see people branching out and trying to um, utilize like virtual means and digital means to show their what they've created and what they've been working on. Because there are some shows that like were right up to the tech week, right up to the end when they were supposed to be performing, and then they didn't get to do that. So finding a way for that to still get out there um, while adhering to whatever social distancing rules are out there is going to be an interesting thing yeah. to see. Because what the other challenge with theaters right now is that maybe they in a few months they'll be able to perform a live production. But then the remaining question is, will people come to your production? Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to say, well, we're going to social distance and... Um, you know, that'll be a requirement for sure is like, you know, one seat per five. Mm. But then the problem with that is if you have a theater with 300 seats and you can only seat every five seats, 
you're selling 60 seats, mm-hmm. and that's not a viable way to do theater. So Or to pay off your pay fees that you have to that do to actually perform the musical or it, the play in the first place. Exactly. So I think that there's going to be a, a movement towards streaming. MTI already allowed for productions that were within a certain t- time frame to do streaming. Um, I see that kind of hopefully being extended. I can see theaters trying to negotiate um, streaming rights for live productions. Um, one of the reasons I'm excited about Grimm is because if if you have a pro a, an intellectual property that you own, then there's no extra hoops to jump through. You can mm-hmm. actually just stream a show. No MTI to and see what there. happens. Yeah. So that's one of the things we're looking at for the future. Yeah, and if you look at a, on a wider scale, uh, if you guys don't know, Broadway's gone dark is what they've called it. Is where they've just shut down all Broadway shows, all. Um, all the ushers, all the stagehands, all the actors, all the musicians, all the technicians, all the directors, all of those people that um, rely on Broadway to get their income are no longer working because Broadway is shut down because the very nature of a Broadway theater is performing to a large amount of people. cannot afford to pay the unions and the actors with social distancing in place. Yeah, it's no. impossible. Mm-mm. They'll just lose a... They'll lose several hundred thousand dollars a week. Exactly. Um, and it's already hard because Broadway in like even recent years has been taking a hit financially because with digital means of doing the show, people are more likely to go and search up a bootleg online rather than flying to New York to go see the show because it's expensive and it's more convenient right. to see it at home, um, which is something Broadway's been trying to combat. But I can see them now with this new um, development kind of leaning towards embracing that and seeing right. if that can be used to make money rather than just fighting it and trying to ignore it as best as possible. The same, and the same thing happened in the music industry. So there was like pirated music, mm-hmm. um, and then it went on for a while, and the, the record companies fought against it, and then eventually they just decided, well, we can either profit from this or we can keep fighting it. They decided to join in, and it benefited them ultimately. In the long run. I could see the same thing happening for live Broadway shows, mm-hmm. um, even like regional or youth theater shows. And the crazy thing about this whole shutdown is that this is the this is the longest shutdown for, of Broadway to date. Like even after nine eleven, the sh- the shutdown was shorter than it has been thus far, oh, or wow. is expected to be. Um, the last shutdown that I know of was the stagehand strike that lasted like nineteen days or something back in two thousand seven. Um, so this is a new, unprecedented thing, and especially with um, theater changing. If you guys can, I don't know if you guys know, but recently Broadway's been specifically trying to use celebrities um, to try and like pull people in to come see the shows because um, I, I think what you want about it with um, the integrity of the actors and that's a whole other debate, but they're losing money and so they have to find a way to get people to come in and see their shows. There's so many, all of the newest shows are getting shut down within like uh, like a year of performing, which is almost unheard of. Which means they can't, which means they do not recover their investment. Yeah, they've, they've lost their money and they've gone bankrupt. I, you can see that um, Beetlejuice shut down recently and that's just like one of the many shows. I know Six the Musical got to do previews, but they never actually got to perform like officially. Oh, wow. Like the, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the quarantine was put in place the night, the day oh. of their opening oh night and then it got shut down. <laughs> um, tickets were were refunded, but I think they're also trying to find alternate ways for people who did buy tickets to watch it virtually. Um, so we'll see if they try to expand that. I know f- they're saying that Phantom of the Opera is being shown Yeah, it's on it's the day that we're filming this, on the 17th. I, I don't know if they're live streaming it today or if it's so. a... I don't think it's live stream. I think it's just a previously just a recorded um, version that they're that just allowing it to be seen today free. Legally, without having to yeah. buy the CD or whatnot, which I think is exciting. I think shows that we're on our way to more 
um, easy access because with the way that the world is going in general of everything being online, people going to one place in New York City to go and see shows is less likely to happen because people can find it online, like I said. So um, them trying to maybe catch up and see what they can do to make money in a time when they're mostly losing money is going to be interesting. I didn't know this episode would become all about streaming, but it's a fascinating subject, so I'm glad glad we're talking about it. And just so everyone knows, my name's Justin Parks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is Justin Parks. If you know who he is, I'm so sorry. Yeah, me too. Got him. I'm sorry if people know me. Yeah, me too. What? <laughs> this is my daughter, Jillian Parks. Who? Your name is Jillian Parks. Oh, You're yeah. the host of NYT Antics. People tend to know that. People who listen to it, at least, I think, know that. They know that. I'm the only one advertising it, so. But how come every people time I watch the news, the newscaster goes, my name's Bob Simmons. Bob like they Simmons? do it every time. They they reintroduce themselves to because the Because I don't listen, think the, the news has loyal followers like I do. Oh, well, that's that's a good point. I didn't think of that. I don't think there's anyone like, yes, Bob Simmons. Well, now we're doing names. We should at least put a shout out to our sound engineer and wonderful producer. Kronk. Kronk's here. Mr. Ryan Holland. Ah, it's so oh. good to be talking to all of He's you right back. now. I'm real excited about the episode relaunch of uh, NYT Antics. Really, I'm a big fan and uh, I've been a big fan for a long time. So congratulations to uh, to both of you and uh I'm happy to produce it. Thank you. Thanks for uh, allowing us to join your wonderful network, yeah, too. This is a exciting. pretty big, momentous Woo-hoo. day. Ah, uh, you know, the pleasure's all mine, really. And uh, <laughs> uh, you guys just let me know if there's anything you need, but I'm, I'm here we for... We need uh, money. Um, oh. uh, it kind of came you... to the wrong network for that one, <laughs> Justin and, uh, and Jillian. But, uh, uh, but, you know, I'm here for you for pretty much anything else. Anything but else. I don't have any money. So what are what are your thoughts, Jillian, about online training? Like, we all we all want to keep our skills sh- sharp. We all, we all want to be training in the theater arts yeah. during this downtime. You've seen your sister do lots of online Zoom, Zoom dance classes. Yeah. I know that our theater company here has been uh, rehearsing pretty successfully mm-hmm. through virtual rehearsals and going through lines and choreography and even learning like harmony parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've had some pretty good success. It's not the same as getting together because, I mean, the the social aspect of theater is the most fun part of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just the training that they really crave. It's the you know the friendships. And I mean, the especially when we're doing community theater, the point is community, and the point yeah. is um, getting with the people. I think um, the people that you want to see at the end of the week. I think one positive thing that has come out of this is um, people are starting to realize or at least recognize how enjoyable it is to get around other people. I think right. it's easy to get in the mindset that rehearsal is a chore and that rehearsal is something right. you have to go to and a dance drudgery. classes exactly are, are something you have to go to to like hone your skills or whatever. But um, at the end of the day, it's something you're doing because you enjoy it and you're doing it not out of necessity, but you're doing it because um, it's something that you really enjoy doing. And I think this is a nice reminder that, yeah, it's fun to dance and it's fun to get on a Zoom call and it's fun to rehearse the show on your own. But the real, the real, I think the most valuable learning comes from watching other people and being with other people and um, being face-to-face with them and in that space where you can be close to people. And so I think this is a nice thing that people are going to start realizing. It's helpful for me that I I miss going to rehearsals and I miss going... You'll, and ap- you'll find a new appreciation for rehearsals. Yeah, same thing with school. To, yeah, it's 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 easy to complain about it, but then you don't have it. And it's like, oh man. I was ecstatic today when the governor of Texas 
hinted that some stores will be able to be reopened. On just the like regular stores. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, Yay. a store. I was not ecstatic that they canceled school for the rest they of the year. They canceled school for the rest of the year. That though. was not my favorite. I understand that that like, I understand they're trying to pr- take precautions, but I feel like it's an early time to be taking precautions. So yeah. drastic. I feel like we're going to get to May and they're going to be like, oh, we could have done it. Yeah. Well, what can you do? What can you do? Just make it, make a new path, chart a new course. Yeah. Yeah. Use the time with what use this time as you have it because honestly, this is probably a time that we're probably going to look back on when we're stressed next year. Like, oh, I wish I had taken more advantage yeah. of quarantine. This is the time for artists and creative souls and people who think outside the box. This is your. This is your. This is the hour. This is your hour, basically. Yeah. And so, I, I would encourage anyone out there that's kind of down or um, kind of depressed or feeling like, hey, I, I I'm not doing anything because theater's my life or school is my life or friends are my life. This is your time to think of new ideas. Think of solutions to problems. Think of new ways to do things. Think and of new hobbies. Like new I know hobbies. I personally have recently taken up roller skating. Yeah. Which is I'm like, terrible at it, but I will be good at it by the time quarantine's over. That's right. And I picked up my guitar again yeah. and started strumming again. Strumming up strum, a sweet strum, beat strum. right above my room every time I'm trying to study. And then I sing my really good bells. My favorite is, <clears throat> we might have to cut this out, but my favorite is when you go for a note and you don't quite reach it. And oh, then you well, like that's a given. Start from the beginning of the verse and you go back and you and go try to again voice. and fail again. Ooh, it's fun. No, like you do it, you're like, yeah. Isn't that what people are supposed to do? I guess, but it's really fun to hear when I'm in my room trying to do school. Yeah, well... It, now you know how I feel every time you're in the shower, Thanks, belting Dad. it out big I'm time. <laughs> do my best. I'm just I'm giving out free concerts, and nobody even <laughs> says thank you. I slide a quarter under the door. Jeez, just people, to encourage you. People would oh. die to hear my free concerts, and yet yeah. here we are. Well, well, they would die. Yes. To <laughs> die. <laughs> One more rendition. Yeah, your favorite. Her favorite note is yeah. Top of my lungs. Yeah. And then sometimes Liberty will join join me with a and nice little harmony. And then she goes harmony, even higher. The highest yeah. harmony. She never takes the lower harmony no matter how high I go. I know. She, she it's, just keeps going. It's, it's a blessing and a curse for sure. So um, I guess any other thoughts that we want to convey to the listeners? I mean, there's hundreds of people right now kind of trying to figure out life from us. What can we share with them? Nobody's trying to figure out life from us. Nobody? Not a single person no. on planet Earth. I was hoping that maybe. Uh, nope. No. Unfortunately. Okay. Well, I, uh, then I'll just show this, share this little random tidbit. MTI has released the musical Descendants, and they've Woo! compiled, I believe it's music from Descendants 1 and 2 into one story, which I was actually very pleasantly surprised to see they added songs from the other film i yeah. thought that was a big plus but we are excited you are you are putting together the content for our descendants one two three songs from yes. camp for nyt this summer i really think descendants about. one and two missed out not having me right there play but yeah, you should have been involved they really should have been like jillian parks we need her she knows what she's doing i think they probably said that you think mm. they were like mm, nick blameyer jillian parks uh. someday someday i think you're gonna be there you think so? I believe you will. Uh, what if I don't want that? Do as I tell you. <laughs> Obey or you don't. Or you're no longer half owner of this podcast. Okay, I'd like to call, I'd like to clarify really quick. There's no half owner. I am I the am owner. I am the full owner? No. <laughs> okay, thanks for clarifying. I am the full owner of this <laughs> podcast that my father is so adamantly trying to weasel his way into. It's true. I am a little bit of a weasel. 
a little bit of a weasel. It's like every conversation he's like, and then I'm co-hosting. And I'm like, go to, <laughs> go back to your room and sing your songs, Dad. I have to threaten her. You're grounded if Ghost you can't. Death you're was ground, arrested one more time. You're grounded in no car unless you let me be on NYT antics. Well, then there's that. What if yeah. I just don't drive your car? I drive mom's. No, th- those are all my cars, too. Oh. Yeah. Not my, not my my cup of tea. Yeah, I hope we get to go back to that soon. And if he's op- yeah. reopening businesses, do churches count? Is this well? They're what they're open. Well, he did mention today that this is in Texas that he was going to look at opening theaters, like consider opening theaters, and he singled them out like theaters with restrictions. And he meant movie theaters. Oh, but you could make a real strong argument if you're willing to open a movie theater, then you certainly will be opening live theaters. The same setting, yeah. and so I'm hopeful about that. I'm hopeful that um, that we'll be able to have theater this summer. Yeah, we are. This is for the NYT folks out there. We are going. We are planning for summer like it is going to happen. We are. Yes, that is what Miss Lackney's told me. We are going ahead with the hopes that it, everything works out and that um, quarantine is lifted by the time yeah. summer People is are over. Enrolled. We've hired staff, yeah. so it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. And I'm excited. Yeah, and you're working camp. I am. I am. I this year I am doing junior campers, and I'm. You were the number really one excited. recruit. The number one for juniors, yes. That's. Pretty I was number two. Oh really? Yeah, I was the number you two. You think recruit. they want you working with five and six year olds? Yeah, right. No, yeah, no. right. You think the moms and dads are going to come pick up their kids and be like, "Oh, it's a forty year old man teaching my five and six year olds." That hmm. sounds like ageism. Hmm. No, need, just you might need to work on some of your um your thinking. That's Not really. Good. A dangerous thing to say. Ageism? Yes, what you said is that, that I shouldn't teach five and six year olds because I'm forty. That's yeah. ageism. Yep. You're a forty year old man. I feel like a forty year old woman's different. I'm forty. I'm forty. No, he's forty five. I'm right? forty. I am forty. I actually truly don't know how old five. you are. I have actually. I could. I if I had to bet my life on it, I might die. That's against hippo rules for me to tell you how old I am. I don't know what a hippo rule is. <laughs> well, there's a lot you have to learn. I, I have this no is idea. Why, this is why I'm co-host, because I have a lot more wisdom There's no such thing as a co-host of NYT Antics. I would like to say this one <laughs> I'm last just going to be on every episode, so if you don't any, have to call no, me a co-host. But if anybody is co-host, my it's my friend Royds over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Royds Ryan? Royds Ryan. There's so many different characters on NYT Antics. There's me, and there's all you, Ryan. there's Kronk, there's Royds Ryan. I don't know who this Royds Ryan oh guy is, but uh, but I know who Kronk is and Jillian. Let me tell you something. Oh no! Oh, uh, when it comes to your daddy over here, all right. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you something from my past. I always mm-hmm. wanted. I didn't want to push away my daddy. Oh, I wanted a thumbs up from Poppy. I oh, didn't. You all want a thumbs up from Poppy? I get. That uh, was what I wanted my whole life, and I never got. Ah, uh, but at the end of my movie, I got the thumbs up from Poppy. Thank you, you. Okay. thank you, Kronk, nice. for that. Those wise words. Uh, those were not wise. And remember, everyone listening, one of the big commandments in the Bible is children, obey and allow your parents to join in on your TikTok videos. Oh, I love that commandment. That's one of my favorite. I have it on my wall. Instagram posts, your podcast hosting. I will be getting wallpaper with that written on it. Children, obey your parents and allow them. And allow them. A social media presence like yours. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me be the new co-host of the show. I appreciate it. As a as a thank you, I will allow you uh, to own half the podcast, half and the revenues that we bring in. Where did I the don't twenty five cents? I've gotten no money. I'll give you twenty five cents a week. What is this? Yeah, it's fun. That's the dumbest allowance I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's what I got when I was a kid. So it's good enough for me. It's, it's good enough for you. It's not true either. Next time on NYT <laughs> Antics, we will be talking about 
whatever we want. Whatever we want. Thank you, Jillian. And on that and note, Royce. and on that note, playoff music. NYT antics.